I'm Sarah. And I'm Emily. And this is Sisters Take a Side, all about Tanya Harding. Hello. 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 We made it. We're here. We made it. It's recording day. Listen, um, happy to see you here. Yeah, <laughs> hi. Since we met here. Nice to meet you. Um, hi. I, guys, it's all my fault. <laughs> I made us take two weeks off of recording because I cannot get my actual goddamn life together. I know. So, I'm sorry. Thank you, Sarah. It's not your all your patience. fault. I mean, it's mostly my fault. I mean, it's life, you know? Life has to happen first. Listen, not only are we co-hosts of this award-winning podcast. It's award-winning. There's 14 reviews on Spotify. Whoa. Whoa. Um, speaking of which, on the four-star review saga, have we heard anything? Still heard nothing. Wow. Okay, Show well, your face, you four-star reviewer. I'll just I will continue make to you love night. me. That's right. Listen, we're lovable people. I mean, my therapist just, says I have an unhealthy attachment to, you know... <laughs> making oh, people like me that don't like me so okay well um so that's good <laughs> so please really good. four star reviewer write in yeah um emily speaking of which if people want to write in to us how can they go about and do that um well okay first and foremost you can leave a reviewer rating on your favorite streaming service please do that love to hear from you that way um, you can also send us an email, um, sisters.take.a.side at gmail.com. Also in the show notes. Um, <laughs> but I know. That's how we are getting some listener questions, which we're doing at the end of every episode. So send in your question or commentary. You can also find us on the Instagrams at sisters take aside underscore podcast. Ooh. And there you can watch Sarah and I figure out how to make reels. <laughs> really you guys, we, I want you to know. So, for the episode that came out this week, um, I went to go like post on our social media and I'm such like a hot dummy because I thought I was posting a story, but I made a reel. Okay. So I'll post it. And there were two of them. It, it was a train wreck. Okay. Well, so our <laughs> apologies. And then like one week, a couple weeks ago, we just forgot. To post. We just didn't post anything. We we're like, sister sick aside who? I don't, I don't know her. Like, what are we doing? Uh, I know. Award Sorry, winning guys. podcast. We're um, together. Um, okay. Well, speaking of award winning podcasts, what the heck are we talking about today? Oh my gosh. Okay. So I hope you're excited because we are going to talk about Nancy Kerrigan yeah. and Tanya Hardy. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Okay. Do we want to tell like the little backstory? About- we have to. Okay. Yeah. We have to. Okay. So tell the little backstory. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> Emily and I decided um, that we, when we, our first episode of Sisters Take Aside, we were going to do Nancy Kerrigan and no, Tanya We Hardy. did do. We recorded. It is somewhere in the archives. So minute half a minute into the first half a minute into us starting to record emily says well we're gonna change up the format and uh you're gonna tell us about this and then we're gonna take a side and i was like tight like originally we were gonna do basically where we both researched the case and like talked about it yeah then we realized one of this was a little better researched than the other (laughs) not gonna Excuse me. Excuse me. I, Tanya, 
is a perfectly fine oh. research <laughs> material. This Margot bi- Robbie actually absolutely crushed that role. This okay? bitch watched I, Tanya once and drank a bottle of wine. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm over here with the Reader's Digest making a timeline of this happened and that happened and this happened. And so we get on to record and I'm like, oh, let's talk about this. And Sarah's like, well, I really liked um, the dresses in the movie. And I was like... <laughs> so literally mid recording i was like this sucks no one's gonna listen to this i think we should have it be where like one person tells the other person about it so our original tanya harding episode just lives on the cutting room floor maybe to be released from the vault one day oh god maybe (laughs) we're doing it right this time we're doing it right now this is it (laughs) this is the tanya 2.0 app um so in typical sarah fashion um, this is where Sarah tells us her source is. I don't know. <laughs> In typical Sarah fashion, I um, have like an overview of the case, but what I really want us to talk about is like, do you think that she knew or didn't know? Okay. So let's get into it. We really let's don't do have it. any trigger warnings um, in this one. Um, I'm triggered by the hair. Listen, my hair? No. <laughs> Triggered by um the 1990s of it all. Oh, oh. I am yeah. triggered. I'm I'm also triggered by your hair because <laughs> Orlando, our hairstylist, never makes my hair look as nice as he makes your hair. And oh. Orlando, <laughs> well, you have a better face structure for cut. Mine is just like bleh. okay. So, anyways, here, you go. here we go. Anyway, <laughs> what are we doing? I don't know. Um. All right. So let's get into it. So let's go back to winter 1994. Oh, Emily's I'm a little baby. Your second birthday is right around the corner. I am still trying to adjust to being a big sister. And Nancy Kerrigan, America's ice skating sweetheart at the time, is clubbed in the knee as she was leaving a training practice by an unknown assailant. Ouch. Oof. What ensues is a scandal that captivated the nation and gave us all a villain to root for. Tanya Harding. Yes. But in a classic case of trial by media, did Tanya Harding actually have anything to do with the attack on Nancy Kerrigan? Let's get into it and then let's take a side. Awesome. So let's first look at the timeline for this attack. So, and I apologize. I feel like my notes are kind of all over the place on this, but only because um, I'm just like, love this. Only because I, Tanya, is her source. Okay. (laughs) All right, relax. It's a cinematic treat, okay? Anyone would agree with me. It is a really good movie. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Tanya Harding beats Nancy Kerrigan at the 1991 U.S. Figure Skating Championships. The following month, she's triumphant again, winning silver to Kerrigan's bronze at the ISU World Championships in Germany. Nancy and Tanya will continue to go head-to-head in skating competitions for the next two years. So – just a quick side note here. This was like every journalist's wet dream. Nancy was America's sweetheart. She was pretty. She was poised. Eventually becomes a victim. Mm-hmm. Tanya, on the other hand, was the complete opposite. Quote, she's quoted as being rough around the edges and from the wrong side of the tracks. Ooh. Like, calm yeah. down, everyone. Yeah. I, it's it's like a little too on the nose for me, like, right? Ex- yes. Yeah. 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 A hundred percent. Because, and maybe you'll get to this later. So like, if I'm totally stealing your thunder, let me know. But like, 
it's funny because like Nancy Kerrigan is always like, oh, she's this like Cape Cod Kennedy. And it's like she actually really wasn't. Like, she really wasn't. She was very – she was also very blue collar. Her family is very blue collar. And this is kind of sad, but like it comes out in the end that there was actually a lot of like violence in her home, mm-hmm. like a lot of stuff with like her – so I – yeah, it's – it's I just feel like it's too on the nose for people to be like, oh, well, she was pretty and Tanya wasn't. Yeah. Alleged violence, right? Um. I, oh, yeah, I mean, I'm not sure. going to cover that later, yeah, but I guess alleged violence. But yeah, so like, I mean, they were both for, for you know, if we're going to put the two against each other, they're both from like middle to lower income families. Right. Um, you know, there, there was abuse on Tanya's side. There's a, a alleged abuse on Nancy's side. Like the, I mean, like they really weren't all that different. It's mm-hmm. just the way that like they were portrayed and yeah. you know, Nancy I think maybe had maybe had a little more poise than Tanya did. She You know, that's you know, a really good word, poise. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. grace comes to mind. Like there was a little bit more someone somewhere, I forget where I saw this, but like someone describes Tanya as a dump truck. <gasps> Oh, like excuse me because of like the way that she was built. Yeah, they were built different. Nancy was a sure. little more lith. Tanya wasn't, but like, so we're part of the problem, right? Because now we're like, we're doing I know the same thing. As well, media and at the end of the day, I mean, it's like I feel like you see this a lot with like gymnasts too. It's like oh, one hundred percent. Look at those girls, blah. And it's like, yeah, they're all muscle. Like they are just like blocks of muscle. I feel like that's how Tanya Harding is. I mean, she's just incredibly muscular and strong. I mean, both. Nancy and Tanya were, are world-class athletes. Like, what yeah. are you expecting of these people? Exactly. And, like, this never would have been said about, like, if this – and we're going to get into this a little bit later, but, like, if this was men's – what men's figure skating, mm-hmm. this would never have happened between, like, this juxtaposition mm-hmm. of two male skaters would never have happened. I agree. Like, ever. Yeah. Yeah. And kind of to that point, so, like, the girl from the, quote, wrong side of the tracks actually manages to make, like, big history. She was the first American woman to land a triple axle in competition. The trip, the Ms. Triple Axle. I wish I, like, knew. I mean, I get that that's very, I don't know what that look, what is that? Where they, like, you do, okay. <laughs> Hashtag not a visual medium. Okay. So okay. she does a really cool spin. Yeah, and this was, like, this was huge news, and it really set Tanya up to be a favorite going into the 92 Winter Olympics. Mm -hmm. So we're going to get back to this in just a second. So let's fast forward to 1994. So Nancy Kerrigan was attacked on January 6th um, after – so she completed a training skate at the – so it's Detroit's Kobo Arena. I don't know. Mm, For sure that's not pronounced right, but okay. Well, I mean, okay. Um, so an unknown at the time assailant, we later learn that his name is Stan Stint, uses a 21-inch baton to club Nancy in the knee. Two days later, Tanya wins gold at the United States Figure Skating uh, Championships and is offered a spot on the team. Nancy, who she was training for this championship when she was attacked. Right. Um, she... Like, wasn't able to recover in time to actually compete in the championship, but she did get a spot on the U.S. Olympic team. So, like, I, from what I understand, not 
hashtag not a figure skater, but from what I understand, you had to like qualify in the championship to be given a spot on the Olympic team. But I think what they, right, the judges were like, were like, oh, this horrible accident happened. But if yeah. it hadn't, we think Nancy would have done well enough to be on the team. So we're going to put her on the team, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So let's talk about the attack. Um, it <laughs> It's very obvious very quickly that our boy Stan missed like several days of assailant school. <laughs> um, the attack was actually meant to break Nancy's leg, ostensibly Oof. so that Nancy couldn't skate. Definitely not for the championships. Definitely not for the Olympics bonus points if forever right Mm. instead of breaking her leg though he just like bruises it really bad oh (laughs) Stan like I'm sorry but like if you're gonna attack someone could you like just do it correctly like what are you doing okay I if I paid this guy now I'm annoyed well if this is my paid assailant now I'm pissed yeah and I would like my money back uh, a thousand percent like (laughs) go back to assailant school please because sir (laughs) You've done everyone a big disservice here. <laughs> so obviously this is bad, right? The media, uh, the media immediately starts speculating that maybe Tanya had something to do with this. Again, they've been competing head to head against each other for years now, up to this point. I mean, okay. Meanwhile, Nancy, who like absolutely will not take, no, you cannot skate on this leg and you definitely can't go to the Olympics as an answer. She trains her absolute ass off. Hmm. Like we said, she makes it into the 94 Olympics. Great job. Nancy Kerrigan actually ends up winning silver at this Olympic Games. Oh, dang. Okay. She plays second behind Oksana Bayul, who, like, was 10 years old at the time. Like, what are we doing here? Our girl Tanya, on the other hand, if you remember, she also went to this Olympic Games. She had the meltdown of all meltdowns. Over skate laces. Yeah. Remember, she, like, started her program. She was like, but by blade, by blade. Yeah, and there's, like, all those famous images of her crying with her skate up at the table, at the judge's table. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 So they allow her to restart her program, which, like, girl, like, (laughs) yikes. Okay. Yeah. Um, She actually ends up finishing eighth. So, like. Oh, Tanya. I know. I just feel so bad for her. Um. But, I mean, like, for Nancy, I mean, for someone whose knee was just bashed in, like, seven weeks ago, this is actually really impressive. I only included this because it's, like, a quick Mean Girls minute and, like, you know, we never miss an opportunity to, like, never. You know throw I a little Mean Girls in there. Um, Nancy was actually super snarky about Oksana. At one point, allegedly, like, getting super snarky about how long it took Oksana to get to the podium for the medal ceremony. <laughs> like relax nancy you know i feel like i remember re- like seeing where like she was caught on like a hot mic right saying yes like being snarky about yeah yeah <laughs> like, like everyone okay. relax i'm sorry though like you just ha- like you just came in second when your dream was to like come in for like i get it right okay but like i <sighs> Fine, but also, like, you – there was a very good possibility you wouldn't have been there in the first place. Yeah. All right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I feel bad for Nancy. Okay. Well, moving on. All right. Well, Nancy apologized. <laughs> All right. Meanwhile, because our boy Stan clearly missed day one of assailant school, he immediately starts running his mouth to literally anyone who will listen and probably even people who didn't, like, <laughs> didn't want to listen. <laughs> it turns out that he conspired with his uncle, Derek Smith, 
Okay. <laughs> His good friend, Jeff Gluli. Whatever, Jeff the scumbag, who also happens to be Tanya's husband or ex-husband. There's some speculation there that, like, they were on and off again a lot. Um, Yeah. We'll get into their relationship in a little bit. And this other character, Sean Eckhart. So, like, these four idiots basically, like, got together over a couple Bud Heavies and were like, you know what would be a really good idea? So dashing. Yeah. Like, let's – please. Anyway. Because our assailant friend Stan can't keep his mouth shut, on January 12th, he confesses and implicates the other three in this attack. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, like, shocker, you know? So, okay, wait a minute. So, this is six days. So, she's attacked on January 6th, and then January 12th of that same year, he's – what an idiot. (laughs) Yeah. So, and also, so remember, the Olympics don't happen until February. So all of this okay. is happening, like, as they're getting ready to go to the Olympics. Hmm. Okay. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, if that isn't enough pressure for you, that, like, you're training, like, you're getting ready to go to the Olympics, yeah. you now have, like, this thing hanging over your head. Yeah. And see, and that's where, like, with Tanya's, like, meltdown at the Olympics, like, part of me just mm-hmm. feels really terribly for her. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, imagine the amount of pressure pressure that she was under i mean that's just like and and again like she's supposed to be competing at the like with the best of the best like perfection and like i can barely like feed myself if i'm overly stressed i couldn't imagine having to go and perform like a world-class athlete yeah i mean like i it's just like and then on top of so on top of that on top of that you also have the fact that it, it is very widely reported that Tanya and Jeff's relationship was like very, very volatile. Well, and there abusive, was a, right? There was a lot of abuse. Yeah, like yeah. trigger warning. Like there was a lot of abuse happening in that relationship. Depending on who you know, who, who what you read or who you listen sure. to on both sides. Like mm. he was abusing her. She was abusing him. Like, there was a lot happening in that relationship, right? So you have all of these things happening while you're also trying to train. Right. Right? Like, I don't know. That's just a lot. So, yes. So on January 12th, our friend Stan confesses, (laughs) implicates the other three. On January 27th, Jeff confesses, and that's when he implicates Tanya. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have to just say, and I'm I'm gonna stop interrupting you eventually. A um, Matt, like, let's say Tanya was not involved in this or didn't know. Mm-hmm. Imagine what a power trip fucking Jeff Galuli got being able to be like, hey guys, you know what? Tanya was involved, right? To be able to throw her under that moving bus. Uh-huh. I am sure that for and again, allegedly, but for an abusive spouse. That probably felt damn good. Oh, asshole. yeah. This guy – and this guy is a scumbag. I mean, like, he yeah. is, like, scum of scum. Like, he's gross. Yeah. Sorry, Jeff, if you're listening. Jeff, don't listen to this. Turn this off. This <sighs> is not for you, Jeff. Get out of here. Well, because – so then, like, then it gets worse to – almost, like, to your point, right? So on February 1st, in exchange for a lighter sentence, he accepts a plea bargain in exchange for his testimony Ugh. against Tanya. He See, actually – that's what I mean. Like, he – Right? Yeah. 
Yeah. He ends up spending six months in prison. Bye. Goodbye. Six um, six months in prison. Like, and again, but six like, months. For just for conspiring? Like, he wasn't the one that actually did that. Dang. Mm-hmm. You got people fucking killing people out here and getting less time than that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got yeah. Brock Turner out here getting All less right. time than that. Jesus. That's a whole other – yeah, I know. <sighs> I know. I know. Um. As a quick side note to that, so, like, he is doing this whole, like, plea bargain thing. As he's doing this, like, a couple days later, he, he and Tanya's trash was being, like, gone through, I don't know, yeah. whatever job. I feel sorry for anyone who has to, like, dig through someone else's trash. Oh, could you imagine? No, thank you. Um, But they found notes in their trash. Oh, God. Like, related to, like, Nancy's practice schedule in Massachusetts. So, like, which goes to show, like, they – this had been in the works. Like, so she is – she's from Massachusetts originally. Right. She was practicing in in Massachusetts, and then she was in Detroit for the championships, and that's when she – like, they were planning this for a while. Right. Right. Um, so just to wrap up, like, the assailant club, Stan, Sean, and Derek all end up serving time in prison for this attack as well. I didn't note down, like, what – how long it was, but they all end up going away. So – Girl, bye. Yeah. So our our little assailant club of those four idiots all end up doing time for this. <laughs> okay. Now, Tanya has always, like, always disputed her involvement in this attack – in 1994, though, she does end up pleading guilty to conspiring to hinder the prosecution of the attack on Kerrigan. Although she still denies having, like, any knowledge of it or, like, any role in the attack itself. And this is where, like, this is where my heart kind of breaks for her. She ends up being sentenced to three years probation, 500 hours of community service, and had to pay a $160,000 fine. Wow. The worst punishment, though, she was forced to resign from the U.S. Figure Skating Association and was ultimately banned from the association for life. (laughs) Which (laughs) I think for someone like Tanya, and I know we didn't really talk about this, but if you know anything about this, she trained to be an ice skater her whole life. It's all she Mm -hmm. knew. Yeah. Like you said earlier about like gymnastics, dancers. I figure skaters um like when you when you're in those types of sports it's not just like oh, I have sports practice today it is it's intense especially to get to that level right it's all day every day you live it breathe it yeah all of it right well um, and too like I think you know she gave up her entire life for this and and this is like yeah. This is what she had, right? Like she – and again, you know, allegedly comes from like an abusive family and it's mm-hmm. – she grew up really poor. But this was something that made her special and it made mm-hmm. her feel important and, and probably gave her so much self-worth. hundred percent. To like have it taken away. And then I think too the financial implications of that because if you are banned from the U.S. Figure Skating Association, you also can't coach, right? Right. So she – Exactly. Right? Like how many washed up – you know, mm-hmm. ex-Olympians, right, make their money in the second part of their life coaching, right? Yeah. And I, I say that as a former ice rink employee. 
my past life. Um, right. So it's like this also shut like this is the only trade, so to speak, that she knows. Yeah. This yeah, was the 100%. only way she, she had of making money. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just yeah, that's just really that makes me really sad for her. Yeah. And like, I mean, the, the, there goes any type of endorsements she ever oh, had God, or yeah. would have had. Like, I mean, all of that is out the window. And like if 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 you believe that she truly did not have any knowledge of this, mm-hmm. I mean, then but like that's even worse. But like, okay, so I guess so. I don't know if that's where, where the part we're at right now. But like, okay, so do you think she knew about this? We'll get there. Okay, you're gonna weigh in later. Okay. I'm going to weigh in later. Um, so I do want to just finish up this little section by saying in twenty in a 2018 interview with the New York Times, Tanya shares that her legal name is now Tanya Price, but quote, Tanya Harding is the is who people know. Which I like, guess it's heartbreaking. Like oh. that's how you're defined. Like that's how history is going to define you. Yeah. Tanya also confessed in 2018 that she, quote, knew something was up, which mm-hmm. like girl spill a tea like what what did you know like tell me did you know interesting like, did you know no yeah right? i have a th- i have a theory but i'll wait to share it all right so obviously this is a huge huge scandal right especially leading up to the olympics um easy to understand why like we said huge rivalry between tanya and nancy it had been ramping up for years um you know, they, like we said, competed um, against each other in the 1992 Olympic Games, which, do you remember, shout out to Liz, mom actually watched those while she was in the hospital when she had you. Did mm. you know that? It's so the 92 Winter Olympics. Mom's chilling. Is this the, <laughs> wait, is this the year that this, so, oh, I see, 19, yeah, okay. Sorry, I got confused. There's a this timeline is hurting my brain. Okay, so yes, I know. I'm sorry. It's not a very well put together timeline. <laughs> we jumped around a lot. Okay, so yes, you were right. I was being born. Hi, hi. Um. So, I guess like to that point, like we mentioned earlier, um, Nancy. We, I mean, Tanya. Tanya came in fourth, and Nancy came in third. Hmm. Which was, like, hugely disappointing for Tanya. She, remember, going into the 1992 Olympics, she was she was the favorite. She was doing that triple axel thing, right? And so everyone oh, was like, Oh, so in Ooh. the competition leading up to, she came, she placed behind Nancy. Okay. In, in the, yeah. So, so leading up to the 1992 Olympics. Got it. Tanya is the favorite because she does the triple axel. <laughs> Everyone loves her. Everyone's like, oh, my God, you just made history. Yeah. But she yeah, can't yeah, yeah. nail it in the Olympics. So she comes in fourth. Nancy comes in third. Don't you hate that? <laughs> Don't you hate when that happens? Don't you hate that? <laughs> so a lot of the people actually theorize, like, okay, after that Olympic Games, that's when Tanya, because she was so disappointed, like, this is kind of where the plan to attack her was born. In the 1992 Olympics – and the attack happened before the 1994 Olympics. Right. Okay. My brain is just cl- – oh, did you see in my eyes how that all yes. just clicked into place? I am – It's because I didn't do – I didn't explain it well from No, the you're I doing great. dumped I'm, a lot at you. I'm – guys, let me tell you in a little secret. I have – I'm giving up caffeine and 
a little part of my soul is just dying every day. So I thought, no, it's me. It's not you. Continue. Why are you giving? Okay. Well, that is just trying take to aside like for another day. An anxious person. Okay. So, can't you tell it's working? <laughs> yeah, I can tell. It's really coming through the screen at me right now. <laughs> Jesus. Um, okay. No, okay. sorry. Okay. So she bombs at the 1992 Olympics. And so she, she's like, yeah. I'm going to get her before the 1994 Olympics. Yes. I'm with you now. Okay. So when Nancy Kerrigan wins third at the 92 Winter Olympic Games, mm-hmm. this is when she kind of – she gets a ton of sponsorship deals, tons of mm-hmm. public adoration mm-hmm. that, like, Tanya kind of thought was going to be hers. Yeah. Oh, see, I everyone bad for her. And, okay, we do this to women and women athletes and women celebrity all the time. Mm-hmm. We build them up. Yeah. Right? After that – we built Tanya up. That she was the favorite. She's like, oh, my God, you're so amazing. You made a history. Right? And then she can't do it at the Olympics. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, like, what a slob. Like, then we start attacking them. Yeah. We do this all the time. Yeah. We have to stop doing this. Ooh. Little PSA. We have to stop. Public service announcement. Stop doing this. Yeah. No, you're right. Obviously, there's natural – you know, these are both athletes. There's a natural competitive nature to sure. both of them. But the whole point being that, like, because of this rise and fall of Tanya before and during and after the 92 Olympics, yeah. now all of a sudden it's, well, she can't lose with Grace, so she obviously planned this attack. Mm, right? right? Like, right. that becomes the narrative. It, like, boils her down to, like, a very – uncomplex like caricature right it's, it's almost kind of like remember when we were talking about the dc sniper how like we as a society just want to boil people down to really simple easy to understand motives right like it sure. is one motive that this person is acting this way and it's like people are not that simplistic i think it's the same with tanya like it's so easy to be like oh well she was just a bitch and she was just overly competitive but like that's not all it but is. Would you say that about a, a man in a men's competitive sport? No. No. No, you wouldn't. So yeah. like – Also, I think I will say you wouldn't punish a woman for an act – or excuse me, you wouldn't punish a man for an act carried out by his wife. Right. In the way that 100%. Tanya is punished for an act carried out by her husband. 100%. Right? Yes. Thousand trillion million percent. Because like, okay, like if I went and like bashed someone's knee in on behalf of Thomasy, right? Everyone would be like, Oh gosh, your wife is psycho. Sorry, dude. She's just a crazy woman. Right, exactly. But as we see here the other way around. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, other than like everyone being like, Oh, that guy's like kind of scummy. No one talk like, right. I guarantee if you went out on the street and you said, Hey, do you know who Jeff Galuli. <laughs> Whatever the hell. I can't even say his last name with a straight face. I hope you marry you someone who whose that last is? name is Galuli. That would make me so happy. Sarah no. Galuli. Ew, what? I mean, don't marry this dude. This dude sucks, but. But, like, if you went out on the street and you polled 10 people and said, do you know who Jeff, whatever his name is? Galuli. Okay. Galuli. And then, <laughs> no, I'm not. And then you turned around and asked that same, those same 10 people, do you know who Tanya Harding is? Yeah. Those 10 people would have no idea who Jeff is, but all 10 of them would know who Tanya is. 
Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, you could also make the argument, though, that she was, like, the famous athlete. True. True. Yeah, I don't know. I, I've completely derailed from my notes at this point. I'm I don't just, even like, think we're not – have we even read any of this, of these notes? I don't even know. I don't even know what's happening. I don't think so. Are we going to have to redo this episode? <laughs> I don't think so. Um, But, yeah. So, so that's – this is. I mean, that's why people think she did it. Like – Yeah. And then also, like – like, so Jeff is – her husband, ex-husband, he's involved with her, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the intent of the attack was to prevent Nancy from taking part in the upcoming winter 94 Winter Olympics, right? right? Which would have increased the prospects of Tanya doing well, henceforth getting her the sponsorships right. um, and endorsements that kind of eluded her when Nancy was in the spotlight. Um. It is widely reported that there were, like, significant money problems. They had, like, a very bad money management thing going on. They clearly did not use your budget app. Guys, um, get that budget app. <laughs> Guys. So, you know, if you put two and two here together, like, this kind of, you know, okay, I could see that that could be a motive, I guess. That in order to improve their financial situation, they would want to take out someone who was stealing financial opportunities from Tanya. Yes. Yeah. So what do you think? That's really, I mean, that's really all I have. I know you know this case. I know I know this case. Like, do you I, think I don't, Tanya I don't Harding... know. Did you not see my brain sizzling trying to make sense of 1992 <laughs> versus 1994? Um, do you think Tanya Harding knew about the attack on Nancy Kerrigan before it happened. Do you think she took part in planning it? I think Jeff Galuli and his goons mentioned to her, brought up to her at one point, like, hey, wouldn't it be funny if we did this? Like, wouldn't it, like, wouldn't this be great? And she was like, mm, yeah, okay. Right? Like, th- I mean, think about it. This is a man that has disappointed her time and time again. Hasn't shown up for her, hasn't followed through on his word, mm, the crap out snaps. of her. Right? So, like, I could see her being like, yeah, okay. Right? And then it happens and her being like, what the actual fuck is wrong with you? That That's yeah. what I think happened. Like, so do I think there was some knowledge there? Yes. Do I think that she thought her dirtbag, douchey, stupid husband was capable of this? No. That's like, a very good point. You see what I mean? Yeah. And so, like, does that make her criminally responsible? I, I mean, I don't know. Like, in my mind, not really. Because what was she going to do? Go to the police and be like, my really stupid husband said this really stupid thing right yeah yeah that's what i think and i think when this happened she was like shit 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 fuck what am i gonna do cheat cheat (laughs) (laughs) and so then she's under all this stress and that's why like i think when she tells the police like i didn't know anything about this i think she thinks she's telling the truth Ooh, yeah you know what i mean that like in her mind this was not possible. This was not a legit plan that he shared with her. So I have to say, I, I kind of come down on Tanya Harding's side. I I think she's a really like maligned figure of the 1990s. I think mm-hmm. we treated her horribly. We made fun of her hair and her clothes and her legs and her makeup and her trashy taste in men and and then we took the bad acts of a group of men and we pinned it on her and we held her responsible. And she is now paying for this harder than any of those four dingbats are. And I feel bad for her. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, did I? Ooh. Wow. I don't even, I, Ooh. yes, you're just snapped. Snaps. <laughs> I'm done. That, that's it. Cue the music. That's the podcast. Yeah. Well, okay, what about you? What, what side are you taking? I mean, you, you said it way more eloquently than I will. Um, I am team Tanya a hundred percent. I think that if, if you want to believe that she knew ahead of time, it's, it's in the context that you said that like, yeah. it was, it was mentioned in the, you know, his man cave while she was serving them all a couple, you know, another round of beers. And she was like, all right, you big drunk scumbag, like yes. whatever you say, Jeff. Right. Mm-hmm. And then he actually did it like a psycho. Yeah. And then she had to like backpedal. Yep. And I think, I think, you know, I think she went into denial mode. I think she yep. just deny, 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 deny. And this will all be swept under the rug. And unfortunately, like she had the most to lose. See, and that's exactly like she did. She lost the most out of any of them. And she, 100%. Paying, she is paying the price for this terrible man's behavior 100%. for the rest of her life. Hundred trillion thousand percent, right? Like, yeah. It's just, but I will say, and this is the thing. Like, I don't think it's like Tanya versus Nancy. Like, I don't think, like, again, it's like we don't want to be continuing to like. I know <laughs> perpetuate this idea of like it. Well, it's one or the other because I feel badly for both of them. Like, because on the other side of things, like there's Nancy who trained her entire life. Oh, Sarah's making a face. Nancy trained her entire life. She was getting ready for this huge competition and she like had a devastating injury. Like, and I feel kind of bad because like people make fun of her, you know, that video of her, her dad carrying her away. And she's saying, why me? Why? Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, I get that. Like she was, has dedicated her entire life to this. And for all she knew, her entire leg was shattered. She would never skate again. I feel terrible for her. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't think anyone wants, you know, I, yeah, I, no one wants to be bashed in the knee, right? I mean, like, yeah, that's terrible. And I also think it's like super classy that for the most part, she has not come out once to share an opinion. She's never interviewed for this. She's never, she doesn't go on those documentaries. Like, she is just like, I don't want to be part of this. No, but you know what she did do? <gasps> what? Are you going to tell me she was like on Dancing with the Stars or something? Oh, I don't know if she was on. That's just trash. But um, <laughs> she – at the 1994 Olympics. Oh, God. She went out for her practice skate in the same ensemble awesome. that she was wearing the day that she was attacked. Girl, yes, you did, I know. Girl, That's yes, actually kind did. of like a fire move. Like, she Ooh. ate. Yeah. She ate. Like, she you know, big, right. big energy. I see it. I like that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, snaps for that. That's that's tight. Um, <laughs> I mean, but you know what she also didn't do? She didn't, like, also didn't try and stop this, like, Tanya versus Nancy thing either. It's not like she ever came out um. and was like – and I don't know if, if it's just the time. I feel like today, if something like that were to happen, like – Someone, one, someone on one side would be like, you know what? Like, let's stop pitting us against each other, and like, we're on the same team. <laughs> well, but, okay, but see, that's what I'm about to say. Is like, figure skating is an individual sport, sure, but like, they were both on Team USA. Yeah, but you gotta get that gold, baby. All right. <laughs> I Enough. mean, again, I yeah, think- I, I guess maybe that's weird, but like, 
I think we do a disservice framing it as like, and not we as in like you and me. I mean, we're just here doing a podcast, but like Nancy versus Tanya. I think it's Nancy and Tanya versus these douchebag dudes that thought it would be funny or whatever to bash Nancy's knee in. (laughs) Yeah. Right? We're like letting these men off with no, you know, with nothing. No recourse. Look at these two women who hate each other. No, look at these douchebag dudes who bash one's knee in and ended the career of the other woman. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah. She's fired. I have come out of my caffeine withdrawal (laughs) fog. Can you like see it in my eyes? I can. I feel like for like half of this episode, I was like, Emily, is your brain working? But now I'm fired up. Now you're fired up. I know. I know. It's crazy. Like it is, I don't know. I just love this so much. And like, I, I, I don't know. It's okay. just crazy to me. Well, any, any final thoughts on these two before we. Team Tanya. Okay. I'm team both of them. Okay. <laughs> All right. It's sisters take a side off the rails. Off the rails edition. Y'all, I don't know what we just talked about for 40 minutes, but I'm not sure you actually followed the script at all. <laughs> I didn't. It was really good. You did a and great job. And then I tried to get back on the script and I just messed everybody up. So it, it, it's okay. It's because my brain was sizzling like a hard back. <laughs> <laughs> no, you did fantastic. Um, that was super interesting. I'm glad we got to like go back and do justice to the first case we ever wanted to I cover. Know. Oh, no. Ugh, gosh. Well, do you want to take a listener question? Yeah, let's do it. Um, So I actually have one for you. Okay. If you're ready. I'm ready. All right. So this was emailed to us. Um, thank you, lovely listener. Um, Real quick, if you guys have questions you want us to mention on air, email us at sisters.take.a.side at gmail.com why are you know looking why? at me like you don't, don't know, know. How do, what is happening to you i don't know gmail it's, it's oh, an email it's server gmail. what did yeah. i say <sighs> anyway our email is in the show notes God. please send us a note there and we will answer your question um listener question for you emily what are your thoughts on the murdoch verdict oh okay Ooh, some real life true crime Okay, I was actually thinking, guys, let us know. Would y'all be interested in us doing an episode where we just react to, like, true crime in the news? Because there's been a lot of true crime There's news been lately. so much true crime in the news. Like, we, Sarah, we might need, like, maybe it's like a bonus episode. Okay. Because you're like, I'm not reacting to any of this shit. Sarah never <laughs> has to go on the record with an opinion about anything controversial. Okay, um, someone write in I and thought- ask Sarah her opinion on the Adnan Syed uh, verdict reversal. <gasps> we don't have time. We don't have time. Okay. There's okay. not enough time. So the Murdoch verdict. So yeah, okay, tell me quick, what, what you think. Well, just like a little recap for those of you that maybe don't know. Um, Alec Murdoch was recently um, convicted for the murder of his son, Paul, and wife, Maggie. Um, and this is like a big deal because they were a really powerful family in South Carolina, super rich, mm-hmm. yada, yada, all of this. It was um, like a highly publicized trial. He, of course, claimed his innocence. Uh, the jury found him guilty. Goodbye, Alec Murdoch. See you later. Um, so my thoughts. Um, I think justice was done. I think my guy yeah. was guilty. I think. I mean, I, I don't know. I just. 
I think I think the defense's strategy around Trump basically being like no father could ever do this to his child mm-hmm. was effective, right? They really laid it on thick about how brutally Paul especially was murdered. Mm-hmm. Um I they laid it on thick and I get it and I thought that was an effective strategy. But at the end of the day, there was just no denying these just mountains of physical and circumstantial evidence that pointed to his guilt on this. Mm -hmm. And, oh, I just, goodbye, Alec Murdoch. See you later. And if I had to listen to him call his son Papa one more time, I was going to punch someone in the face. That's gross. And he called his wife Mags. So, like, these people that he's, like, most likely murdered. He's like up on the stands, being like, "Oh, Mags and Pom Pom." I'm like, "What? Ew, what? Get out of here. Goodbye." And that was the interesting thing, right? He took the stand in his own defense, which, which as like, you all know, you never do in a def- guys. Don't do that. It's yeah, so dumb. dumb. Don't do that. Um, so yeah, so dumb. You so dumb. What about you? Thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. Goodbye. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you are the weakest link. Okay. Well, 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 that was a riveting question. I mean, um, yeah, like he's a scum. Like, get out of here. Yeah, you obviously did it. It's clear you did it. Why do All you of think your shenanigans like leading up to it? Like, come on. Why do you think he didn't plead guilty? Because he was trying to save face. Yeah, I think I think he thought the jury would never convict him. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, Alex Murdoch. Get out of here. Um, okay. Well, yeah. So keep writing us in questions. These are fun. We have a couple other like in backlogs that maybe we'll answer in another yeah. episode. But write in. Let us know. And then, yeah, like we said, we would love to know what you would all would think about an episode where we um, react to some recent true crime news. Um, I promise Sarah's reaction will be <laughs> maybe more interesting than, <laughs> than bye. I mean – Take out the trash, you know? In your defense, like, the Murdaugh trial was never really your jam. Uh, I mean, it was just, like, oh, another one? Like, Sarah, no. I hate to break this to you, but we do, in fact, produce a true crime podcast. <laughs> it is kind of our jam. Do if I can't watch know. I, Tanya to research something, I'm not oh, interested. Fucking the I, Tanya of it all. Okay, <laughs> great. Um, do you want to ask me what we're doing next week? Because I'm yeah, Well, I was getting to that. Yes, if you could please tell everyone... See, we're, us. we're starting to argue now. Now we know we need to end this recording. We're, so we're, we're getting there. <laughs> okay, guys, next we week, Sarah, are you ready? Keep your pants on. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> that was gross. I, sorry, I forgot. This is not a visual medium. Uh, oh, cut that. <laughs> I'm not cutting that. No. Um, next week, I'm going to do Natalie Holloway. <gasps> Are you really? Yes. So, okay. Shout out to our friend Jessica who <gasps> texted yes. us this week um, about how she was loving the podcast. Thanks, girl. And sh- about all of um, the cases from like, you know, the early 2000s that yeah. we've been covering, like the DC Snipers, uh, Chandra Levy, and um, about how the other big case that she really thought at the time was Natalie Holloway. I was like, yeah. Oh, yes. So, 
Jessica, this one is for you, girl. Um, yeah, covering that one next week. Oh, I'm so excited. So I excited. have already picked out two documentaries that Tomothy and I are going to watch on it this weekend. I love that journey for you guys. No, he doesn't, though. He doesn't, he doesn't. love that. It's not his jam. No. That's okay. He, he's like, can we please stop watching things about people being murdered? I'm like, nope. No. This poor man. Guys, this poor guy, he just wants to watch Top Chef and eat dinner and be left alone. Mm. He doesn't want to watch another documentary about Adnan Syed or <laughs> Murdoch. We've watched every Murdoch documentary. Oh, wow. There's so. a lot. Okay. Well. Um, well, here's a fun thought. I mean, you know, if you have a sister that you did a podcast with, you could ask her if she wanted to watch it with you. <gasps> oh, Sarah. It's fine. Well, it's not like no, I feel left out or anything. Well, no. <laughs> well, I can't watch it with you, though, because I'm supposed to be doing episodes about this. <laughs> yeah, I, so. I know. I know. I know. I'm just kidding. Oh, we should. Okay. Why don't we ever get together and watch true crime documentaries? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, you're too busy okay. going to Caps games. Well, you know, and other things. I'm just a social butterfly. What can I say? Oh, she is a social butterfly. Okay, anything else? Or like, no one's listening anymore. Dad We're is so the off the rails. Still listening. Hi, Mike. Love Hi, you, Mike. We love um, you. <laughs> anything else? I think that's it. Okay. That's it. I my I, my brain's completely empty. I just realized we did like our little outro thing, like. At the end of, like, the narrative part of the episode. Because we're dumb. Yeah. Okay, so it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, bye!